what's going on everyone we are going to give you our predictions for the upcoming week that would be week four of the regular season so the first game we got is the minnesota vikings and new orleans saints in london so this is the first game on today we played at 8 30 in the morning central time so any predictions or what are your predictions i should say i just think it was interesting how the vikings are planning on flying out today and the saints have been there the whole week the vikings are planning on staying with no jet lag i thought that was kind of interesting so they can prepare for next week i like that um, I'm going to take the Vikings. Honestly, I think it's going to be like a home game for them. Um, if I'm not wrong, I'm pretty sure a lot of the UK is, or a lot of Europe, there's a lot of Viking fans in Europe, just because, you know, that's where Vikings, you know, kind of migrated to. Mm -hmm. from. I'm not really sure of the whole thing. I just know that's where they kind of originated from, but yeah, I'm going with the Vikings. A little bit of history lesson there. Not really. <laughs> I'm going to say Vikings win this game. I don't know if either of you have seen this up to this point. Riley will probably bring it up in the news at the end. But Jameis Winston has not practiced the last two days. And Andy Dalton's taking majority of the first team reps. And sprinkling a little Taysom Hill in there too. So that's where I'm at. Yeah, I forgot to mention it, but I'm going Vikings, too. So, next game, we got the Cleveland Browns, who are 2-1 and one at the 1-2 and two Atlanta Falcons. I'm going to take the Falcons on this one. I know I said I think the Browns will probably go 500 um, in these first six games. Obviously, Watson's suspension was longer, but I think Atlanta takes this one. I think they're getting it together. I'm going to agree with you on that one. I think – I actually think Cleveland's the overall better team, but I think Atlanta at home is going to win this one. They've actually been playing pretty well despite their record, so I'm going to go with Atlanta. I'm going to take Cleveland. I think Cleveland, even though they're on the road. Atlanta has looked pretty good, but – I think Jacoby Brissett gets the job done that he has so far this season. So give me the Browns. Connor, are you a Jacoby Brissett guy? Um, if Over I'm Watson? For, if I'm looking for a bridge guy, Jacoby Brissett's my guy, but I don't trust him much beyond that. Hmm. Maybe this is a Case Keenum season for him. Maybe they just don't go with Deshaun Watson at all once he comes back. I know, Brayden, you are absolutely in love with Jacoby Brissett. He is a dog. He gets it done. Yeah. All right, next game. The 2-1 and one Buffalo Bills at the 2-1 and one Baltimore Ravens. I'm going to take the Ravens on this one. Oh, me too. Wow. Okay. I feel like this should be a Sunday night game. It really should be. Two <laughs> it, of the best teams be. in the AFC. Indeed. 
it's literally split between them two. But it, where is it in Baltimore? Yeah. Correct. Uh, yeah, this is a toughie. But Sunday night matchup we have right now is really good too. Um, is this is this a noon game? Yeah. Yeah, I'm taking Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. This feels like the kind of game where Lamar throws five touchdowns and maybe runs one in. I, If I had to guess, I'd say this is going to be like, a, let's say 40, let's go 48 to 40. I wow, feel like, high scoring. I feel like it's going to be around there. It's going to be insane. Honestly, I feel more comfortable with Baltimore just blowing them out of the park, honestly. Well, Baltimore's offense looked amazing, especially against the Dolphins. Of course, they collapsed in the fourth quarter, but I think Baltimore's offense looks really good, especially with Lamar Jackson looking like an MVP. <laughs> Indeed. So, yeah, that's where I'm at. Next up in Arlington, Texas, 1-2 and two Washington Commanders at the 2-1 and one Dallas Cowboys. I'm going to take Dallas. Yeah, Cooper Rush gets it done. Unless they decide to uh, <coughs> swap once out with Sam Howell. But I'm going to take the Cowboys. I'm a true believer yeah. in Sam Howell. I see, I know I just saw him in the preseason. But he, he made some magic happen, and I saw some potential there. Going I'm going with the Cowboys. Going into the draft, he was one of my top three quarterbacks in that class. Yeah, he was a lot of people's one, and then he ends up falling to, what was it, the fifth round? Yeah. It's just, it's like a Jacob Eason type drop. If anybody remembers that drop, how he was supposed to go early yeah. second round, and I mean, ended up. He- he didn't, he, he didn't really pan out to begin with. No. To be honest. I mean, he ha- he has a big arm, but it's uh, kind of lanky. So I'm going to take Dallas. I don't know. Again, I brought this up last week. I don't know how long the Cooper Rush thing is sustainable. But until I see that it's not sustainable and that he totally just screws it up, I think that this is his team and the Cowboys are going to go as far as he can take them. One and two Seattle Seahawks at the one and two Detroit Lions. Uh, Give me Detroit. All right. This is going to be a close one. Not because both teams are evenly competitive amongst like the team, like, I don't know. Like, I can't really decide which one's better, is what I'm saying. So, just having Detroit at home, and I know Seattle's a clutch team, clutch organization, and they play football. Um, just because Detroit's at home, I'm going to take Detroit. This is a Lions W, in my mind. Jared Goff still playing incredible, by the way, which – we want to talk about sustainable quarterback performances. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is sustainable, probably not long-term, but he's still playing well pretty uh, for the moment. And 
Detroit's got a high-flying offense right now, and I don't think Seattle's really the best team to match up with them. Mm-hmm. I I feel like, so to your point, Braden, I feel like both these teams are in similar positions, but I have a feeling that Detroit's further along and that their offense is way better than Seattle's. The 1-2 and two Los Angeles Superchargers at the 0-2-1 Houston Texans. No, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to say the Texans do it because uh, last year they played each other. Texans absolutely railed them 41-29, and they're just coming off a big loss from that same division, and this is a home game, which was the last one too. So I think Damian Pierce will have another great game, a couple touchdowns. Yeah, all the same reasons for what Riley said. Um, I think I think uh, Houston's going to win it. Injuries are piling up for the Chargers. They they really confused me. Let's just say that a lot of people had them as their second or third best team in the entire league going into the season. Obviously, they haven't lived up to that expectation yet. But I'm still – I'm going to pick the Chargers to win this one on the road. I like where you're thinking. Um, I, actually, I actually like how I – feel, I feel like the Chargers are more – a more subtle team than the Houston – than the Texans. Um, I know, especially for this matchup, I know they're getting piled with injuries and all that, but – I, I actually think that the Chargers are one of the most consistent teams in the NFL, no matter how bad they play the past couple of weeks or how many mistakes they made. I think they're probably one of the most consistent teams in the league, and I think they have it figured out. They just need to, they just need to clutch up and get their crap done and finish the game, you know? Even with all the injuries, I think that the Chargers still have the better roster. The only thing that would concern me about this pick is does veteran coach Lovey Smith take second year coach Brandon Staley to school? I I don't know. I'm gonna go ahead and say the Chargers win, but that's that's if if the Chargers were to lose and the Texans win, that's the reason why. I don't think it's gonna be like that though. I think it's just gonna be a player's game. I think I so. Think- I, I think the strategic part of the game may be washed out after the first after the first or first quarter or first half. And after that it's gonna be guns a blazing. It's gonna be who wants it the most. Now we got Braden, the one and two Tennessee Titans at the one one and one <coughs> Indianapolis Colts. One 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 and give me another one. You know, honestly, on paper, that doesn't look bad. We got our butts kicked. Um, we got our butts – well, we basically got our butts kicked week one. We got our butts kicked week two. Like, we got our keysters kicked week two. But I think we're finally starting to find our identity with Matt Ryan in the in the offense. And we're one of those teams that takes – up, up, at least up 
until week five to get things rolling. So I think they're just about to find their identity after that win against Kansas City. Um, so I'm taking the Colts. Yeah, I'm going to take the Colts too. I was looking at the Jacksonville game, and Jonathan Taylor was averaging like five, around five a carry. Mm-hmm. But they didn't give it to him much. I think if they would have just continuously gave it to him, they would have done way better in that game. So I just think they need to keep giving it to him. I saw a statistic where if JT's not getting the ball more than 15, 20 times a game, they're like, I don't know what the record was, but they're like, they've lost like half, they're, they've, they've lost more games than they've won. Let's just put it that way. So I'm going to take the Colts too. Colts are, to me, they're similar to the Chargers where they just mm-hmm. confuse me. I thought they were going to be Agreed. coming out of the gates really hot, but they didn't, which is okay. I mean, they're in a, as we found out, a really weak division. A lot of people dunking on Indianapolis for getting smoked by the Jaguars, but after last week, I think we can all agree that Jacksonville's a really good team. So, you know, I think they just got outcoached. Obviously, they got outplayed. But Tennessee, the the only thing that they've been, I mean, their identity over the past four or five years or so has been what? Run the ball, run play action off of that. Well, the Colts have one of the best run defenses in the league. If I heard right, I believe they're only allowing like two yards, 2.9 yards a carry or something like that. So this Colts defense is really solid. And I think they're going to neutralize the only thing that Tennessee does well, and they're going to force them to pass the ball a ton. So Colts win. <laughs> Love to hear it. <clears throat> so right. now we got two and one Bears at the two and one Giants. And before we get into the picks, let this sink in for a second. Barring a tie. One of these teams is going to walk away on Sunday, three and one. The Giants and the Bears. I'm going to be brutally on. Actually, Riley, go ahead first. Giants win, baby. I think this will be close. I don't know if Montgomery will play. I don't think it really matters because Herbert's just as good. But I think it will be close. But the Giants will win. I'm going to be brutally honest. I think the Bears are one of the worst teams in the league. Probably. It's incredible that they've got to this point. Yeah. Um, I actually think their defense is okay, but it's not enough to carry their entire team. So I'm just going to take the Giants. And I actually think the Giants are pretty good. Despite losing, despite losing in Dallas, I think they are pretty good. How about both of these teams, though? So they both have rookie head coaches and Brian Dable and Matt Eberflus. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give credit to both these guys, especially Matt Eberflus. He's basically taken over a tire fire, and he's made something out of it. <laughs> he's got a really solid defense. I think the Bears are going to try to turn this into a good old-fashioned street fight. And I think the Giants still win this game. Uh, big factor is that they're at home and not in Chicago. I think if this was in Chicago, I'd probably give it to the Bears. 
just because they they seem to play really well in their home stadium for some reason. But uh, yeah, Giants. I think Giants win this game by let's say about ten. Now this game, this could either be a really fun game to watch or it could just be horrendous. So we got two and one Jacksonville Jaguars at the three and all Philadelphia Eagles. Now, if the Jaguars win this game, it's on. I don't even know what to think. Because yeah. I do. You, do you think Jacksonville is competitive? I think they are. Yeah, I. I think are their you, roster is really are you, good. And you're gonna put the Vikings up against them? Are you scared to lose? Yeah, the Jaguars. Yeah. I don't know. I think you just need to get your crap together and stop whining and just beat them. I don't think they're a threat at all. Really? I, I don't. Um, so you're taking the Eagles then, I assume? Yeah, I, I'm going to take the Eagles. Looking into this season, I could probably have given Jacksonville like seven or eight wins alone, and now they look like a 10-win 10, 10 team, but I think they're going to get absolutely blown out this game. And I still think they're a good team. I think they're just going to get blown this game. You I don't know about blown out. I think so. I, so this is going to be really tough. Okay. But the nice thing is that the Jaguars have going for them is so at least it's a game at noon and not – you know, prime a primetime game. So, I'm not going to pick Jacksonville to win here, but I think they make it interesting. Okay. So, Philadelphia wins, but... I mean, Philadelphia has to lose a game at some point. I'm still going to give this one I to don't Jaguars, know, Connor. I don't know. They got to lose at some point, though, right? I mean, they can't go 17-0. and 0. You, you, I don't know. I actually feel like this team is something. They do look really special. I mean, you guys probably remember I was really high on them coming into this season, but man, I did not see this coming. I thought they'd be the third or fourth seed in the NFC. Right now, they're looking like the favorite to go to the Super Bowl. So they have a very easy schedule. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm looking at their schedule right now, and they could possibly lose to the Packers, but that's. That's a prime time in Philly again. Yeah, no, no, there's no way the Packers are winning that game. I do not think the Packers win that game at all. I think at some point they're going to have – this team kind of seems like the Packers of the last couple of years. The only difference is they don't have Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. Uh-huh. I feel like they got a couple stinkers built into them somewhere. So they're probably going to lose some games that they shouldn't. Yeah, they'll probably lose a couple divisional games. I got to look this up now. Yeah, I mean, they might lose, like, I don't think they'll lose a game to the Giants. I bet they'll lose in Dallas. No. I feel Connor, like it's like the only place that they lose. I don't think so. Who do they lose I, to, though? I mean, they I th- lose to okay, someone. okay. If they were going to lose to someone, I think it's going to be the the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals somehow yeah. pull out a win. But other than that, I don't see any <clears throat> any game. Yeah, I don't see any of the games that they lose. 
other than my Arizona game. Okay. And I may, give... I, I may eat my words on that, but Arizona is you... very, you know, bipolar. I'll just say that. I'll give you a couple games that I think they could lose. Okay. So, week eight, the Steelers. I think there's a shot that they lose that. Braden, to okay. your point. Okay. Week five, Cardinals. That feels like a trap game. Yeah. Week 11 at the Colts. I think there's a good chance that the Colts could win that because they win a lot of times, Colts win games that they're not supposed to. Yeah. And it's at home, yeah. I guess. Especially and then last week. Yeah. Week 16 at Dallas. Those are the only games that I'm okay. So I see like three losses, three potential losses on their schedule. I, I okay. I'm gonna be brutally honest with you. I do not think AT&T Stadium is a threat, a threat to play in. I don't think it's a scary place to play anymore. Is AT&T a threat or is Cooper Rush a threat? Ooh, <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm speaking your language. Yeah. I think uh, so. The, so Dak Prescott will probably be back by that game, but right. is he going to play? We don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <sighs> let's let's pivot to How something do, else. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. So okay, okay. Like, I just want to say something. How did you feel about Dallas running the football? Um, they looked like they're... a whole looked like a whole new team. I think they're better with Tony Pollard than they are with Zeke, though. Yeah. Maybe, but I don't know. Well, that's the thing, though, is now Zeke can be second fiddle or Pollard. They can basically split the carries if they want. second guy. Everyone knows Pollard's the better back. But that's the thing, though, is they got the depth to do that, which is nice for them. I mean, if they can make their identity just running it, because with Dak Prescott, they've been more of like a – I guess they've always been kind of a running team since they've had Zeke, but they've always had the weapons to go mm-hmm. with Dak. Now they don't have as many weapons. I mean, they lost Cedric Wilson and Amari Cooper, so they they don't have as many weapons as they did before, so it's nice that they're running the ball. Right. All right, let's move on. Okay. <clears throat> we got one and two New York Jets at one and two Pittsburgh Steelers. Zach Wilson's back, baby. I don't know about that. I'm gonna go Actually, like- no, I'm taking the Jets. Yeah. I feel I feel like this is the Jets win. I, I I have it deep in my heart, and I feel like the Jets do win this game. I have a feeling Zach Wilson's gonna be a struggle bus for this game because he hasn't played in like over a month. Probably about six weeks. So I think the Steelers win this game. Especially since it's at home and there's going to be terrible towels flying on the, in the air, so they may not even win because of him, though. Like it could be well, something totally different, like a whole defensive regime. Yeah, I mean that's possible. I think that, that, I just I have I have a very very good feeling that the Jets win this game. I do not know why. I think they win it. I think Zach Wilson and Elijah Moore are going to regain that connection and make that the deciding factor. Oh, I, I have a really good point to bring up here. Okay. Is this Play a it. game that Mitchell Trubisky plays himself to the bench? Yes. 
if New York wins this game and the Steelers are sitting at one and three, is there any way that you can tell me that the Pittsburgh Steelers fans aren't going to want Kenny Pickett to step in? Well, I mean, you guys, he- Tomlin, Tomlin told us that he's not looking to switch it, and that kind of makes me think he is going to switch it, honestly. Is he looking – is he underplaying? Trubisky? He's, yeah, he's kind of. Yeah, it looks like Cooper Rush stats. I mean, I, I don't know. I like Cooper Rush, but <laughs> Cooper but there's Clutch, a difference. I mean, there's a difference right. between the two because, like, right. Cooper Rush can at least be a passenger in a mm-hmm. Ferrari. The, I don't know that Pittsburgh is necessarily a Ferrari. This is the MVP. MVP we're talking about. I, I don't know. Can Can Trubisky even be a passenger at this point? No, he doesn't. He has to be in the right. He has to be in the right place at the right time, and have the right guys open, or the right offensive coordinator. Even otherwise, if everything goes to crap, he's not moving. If you switch Mitchell Trubisky and Cooper Rush right now, I'd say I have faith in Trubisky to be a good passenger. Probably. Because they got Kellen Moore. They at least got some good receivers. But mm-hmm. not only do the Steelers not have the most weapons in the world, their offensive line is pretty bad. So. Okay. Yeah, never mind. I'll save that for another video. I'm still going hmm. to. Let's, le- let's leave Mr. Biscuit alone. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's just. I'm gonna give this one to the Steelers, but I think there's a good chance that next week Kenny Pickett's playing quarterback for the Steelers. Mm. Now we're gonna start the afternoon games. This let's is <laughs> two one and two teams: Cardinals, Panthers in Carolina. Cardinals, Panthers. I'm taking the Panthers, and here's why. Going back to the 2015 NFC Championship game, the Cardinals have really struggled to play in Carolina. So I'm going to pick Carolina. But that was a primetime game, and that was a playoff game. Yeah. And and the and the Panthers were the underdogs. What year? This is this is this is wow. when they were like six eight. This is when they were like six and eight, and they somehow made the playoffs, right? No, that was the fifteen and one Cam Newton MVP season. Oh, what? Yeah. Uh, that was, they, um, oh no, that they were playing Seattle that game. Okay, never mind. Oh yeah, or, I remember that. That was a dumpster fire game too. No, no, okay, here. Never mind. <laughs> I I, I want to get the detail on it just to prove that I know what I'm talking about, and I'm not some crazy joker. But I'm gonna leave that. That game started off with Cam Newton like running like a madman all over the Cardinals' defense, and the Cardinals just didn't know what to do, which most people didn't have an answer for that that year because they were 15-1. and one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I think Arizona's kind of cursed going into Carolina. So that's why I'm picking Carolina. Okay. 
two former number one overall picks, by the way, Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray. Both from University of Oklahoma. That's true. Heisman Trophy winners. This game smells like complete blowout. New England at Green Bay. Interesting. No. I think this will be similar. I think the Patriots will play with them just like they yeah. did with the Ravens. Isn't I agree. Brian Hoyer playing though? Yeah, but I mean, Green Bay could barely put something up against the Bucks too. That's a valid point. How good is New Green England? Bay, Green Bay wins it by 10, but I think they'd play a little bit more. It'd probably be within like a field goal if Mac Jones was playing. How good do you think New England's defense is, though? It's not as good as it was last year. Can I, can I share my identity on the Packers? Go ahead. I think they're the same scary team every single year. <clears throat> like, I always fear the Packers. But here's their downfall, is that that team is just Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers working that entire offense. Okay, the defense is a different story. But I feel like how Aaron Rodgers plays is how the entire team plays as a whole. The only problem is he's getting older, and I can feel that team getting older. And as they get older, I feel like they're less of a threat. Now, do you remember when uh, Teddy played and was it Lambo? Or no, no, that was at uh, – where was it? Where – when he it was I think it was like twenty fifteen when he threw that left hand pass and Micah Hyde caught it with a with his one hand. Oh yeah, that was at Lambo. Okay, yeah, that was at Lambo. That was a scary game. Like I was I was literally sitting sitting in my bed late at, I think it was a school night, I don't remember. But um I was just shaking in my bed hoping the Vikings would win because I was so scared the Packers would win it. And I absolutely hated the Packers at the time. Now, I do not feel that way. And I feel like they have the same amount of weapons as they always have. Even though they did lose Devontae Adams, but he can still make it work with his, with his wide receivers. You know, you know what the key to New England winning this game would be? So, I think the keys for New England to win is Bill Belichick get into Aaron Rodgers' head and make him check out of the game early. I think that's pretty much the only way that Patriots win this game. What's the most... What's the one game you think of when you think of Aaron Rodgers checking out early? What's the one game you think of? Uh... I could actually name a couple. <laughs> when, he, when he does what? I got, I got, I got one specific one. When he what? Checks out early. I got, like he, he just throws the game. Yeah, like his team gets down early and then he just quits. So I'm going to – they didn't get – they were in this game, but it felt like a two or three score game is when they got eliminated last year at home against the 49ers. That's what I think of. That's a good one. Um, I think to two two years ago, 
in Tampa when when they won the Super Bowl. Tampa won the Super Bowl when they were in Tampa and it was scorching hot, and he threw back to back pick pick sixes. He threw back to back picks, I think. Um, but they were almost pick sixes, and after oh, those yeah. interceptions, it was just done. For me, the ultimate checkout game, I think it's probably week one of this year. I think he, I think he kind of gave up after he saw Christian Watson didn't catch that ball. I think he, he just didn't feel like he could trust anybody to catch it. <laughs> That's what I, I think like, of though. I, I think I feel like Aaron Rodgers is the Paul Curl or Paul Curl. Paul Crew of the longest yard. <laughs> if you know yeah. what I mean. He hasn't went to jail though. So Yeah. yeah that, well, I mean okay, different scenarios though. Like <laughs> if you see the longest yard, you understand like the attitude is like up up here and it goes down here and then up here yeah. last minute. We better move on. So what do you guys yeah. have for the game? Green Bay. Green Bay for me. Yeah, I got Green, Green Bay. Bay. Uh, Broncos and Raiders in Las Vegas. Raiders. I feel like this was pretty much discussed as much as it needed to be. Mm-hmm. I don't think we got to say. Just go check out our other episode. Nope. I'm going to give it to the Raiders, though, because I think they split the season series, and this nope. one's in Las Vegas. So yep. I think when they go to Denver, Denver will win. Yep. But yeah, right. it's a Raiders win. They finally get off the off the losing streak. Okay. Sunday night football. Chiefs, Buccaneers. Yes, they're staying in Tampa Bay. Both teams are two and one. I was upset about that. I wanted to go to that game. <laughs> you want to go to Minneapolis? Yeah. <laughs> Really? Yeah, I'm gonna take Tampa. I mean they both just lost games that they shouldn't have. And I don't know off their offense has gotta get strolling at some point. This we just gotta talked. Be, this has gotta be a high scoring game. I think I think this is a Chiefs game. I haven't seen a lot from the Bucks offense. And I just benched Tom Brady. Last week uh, for fantasy because he hasn't done crap, and thank God Jared Goff got one more point than him. So, yeah, I'm taking the Chiefs. <laughs> we just got done talking about Aaron Rodgers checking out. I think this is a game where Brady gets really upset. Well, Mike Evans I, is back. I don't think that changes my opinion. Last week. The Buccaneers didn't run the ball very well. I believe they have 35 yards running. I think this is a game where Kansas City wins, and I think they probably win by double digits. I feel like Kansas City just has more of a high-powered offense than Tampa Bay right now. I agree. I think this is the the apprentice becomes the master. Game. Or little brother beats up big brother. Yeah. Last kind game. Of weird before, analogy. before we get out of here. 
two and one LA Rams at the one and two San Francisco 49ers. LA Rams. Oh, this one's actually tougher than I thought. This it is would be. this is a good game. Um the same thing. Same game was played on Monday night, if I'm correct. Last, last year? year. Yeah. Sounds right. Who won yeah. that game? San Francisco, I think. All right. Uh, I think the Rams pull it out, but I think it's going to be close. Yeah, I think the 49ers will get it. I was going to go with the Rams, but thinking about that game last year, I'm going to go with the 49ers. Mm-hmm. I just want to pull up something here. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so this this is going to be a 49ers win. Yep. And here's why. Yep. So if we take a look back yep. since 2019, the 49ers are 6-0 and versus the Rams. At home or just in general? Just in general. Oh, the Rams actually got destroyed last year. It was ten to thirty-one. Yeah, I think this yeah, is the game bad. that turned around. I'm sticking with my gut. Yeah, I'm taking. Although I, although I don't feel strong after hearing that, I'm I'm gonna stick with the Rams. Yeah, so that is it for a week four predictions. We're gonna get back into it on Tuesday. We might mix things up a little bit on Tuesday. Might do some power rankings or something. Um, if you're against that or not, let us know if you want us to switch it up. You could comment, you can like, you can subscribe, you can share. We're on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Google, and Amazon. Pretty much anywhere where you get your play, where you get your podcasts, iHeartRadio, even. So thank you to everybody for checking us out, and we'll see you again next week. <laughs>